Hello and welcome back, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. David here at Insightful Devotion. I hope everyone is doing fantastic and understands that you are loved by our Heavenly Father and He longs to dwell in us. For 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16 says, Can God's temple contain false gods? Clearly, we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. And that's what I pray takes place on today is that we would realize and understand that God lives and walks among us and that we are his people and he alone is our one true God. And besides him, there is no other. Well, last week I discussed how we are to be intentional in our walk with Jesus Christ by submitting our all to him and letting Christ have his way in our lives. And in today's episode regarding obedience is better than sacrifice, somewhat is a continuation of the previous episode, Seek Ye First, being that if we are to be intentional in our walk with Jesus Christ and submitting our all to him, we then must be willing to obey his words. For 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22 says, Then Samuel said, Does the Lord take pleasure in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as obeying in the Lord? Look. To obey is better than sacrifice. To pay attention is better than the fat of rams. And Hebrews chapter 3 verse 15 says, Remember what it says, Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. Amen. Well, before we get any further in today's episode, let us go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you saying, Worthy is the Lamb of God, who is the Alpha and the Omega, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Lord, I know sometimes we as your children have willingly rebelled against you and doing what we've wanted to do instead of doing what you've commanded us to do. And upon realizing that, Father, I ask that you would have mercy on us and forgive us and help us become obedient in what we say and do, giving honor to your holy name, allowing a true transformation that cleanses us from the inside out in which your Holy Spirit takes up residency, making us new as we continue daily to submit our lives to you. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, today I want to turn your attention to Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 14, where we see how Abraham's faith was being tested by God in order for God to see if Abraham truly trusted in him. It says, after these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, here I am, he answered. Take your son, he said, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. Go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took with him two of his young men and his son Isaac. He split wood for a burnt offering and set out to go to the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Then Abraham said to his young man, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. In his hand, he took the fire and the knife, and the two of them walked on together. Then Isaac spoke to his father Abraham and said, My father? And he replied, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Then the two of them walked on together. 
When they arrived at the place that God had told him about, Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood. He bound his son Isaac and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He replied, Here I am. Then he said, Do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your only son from me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named that place, The Lord will provide. So today it is said, It will be provided on the Lord's mountain. You see, God was faithful in keeping his promises because Genesis chapter 18 verse 14 says, Is anything impossible for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will come back to you, and in about a year, she will have a son. And Genesis chapter 21 verses 5 says, Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Now, not only was God faithful in keeping his promise to Abraham and Sarah that they were going to have a son, but God also kept his promise to Abraham that his offspring would be blessed. I say this because when it looks like what the Lord promised you seems to be coming to an end, know that God's promises will always stand. So, for instance, if you started a business God told you to start and God told you he would bless it, don't give up because you only see a few customers coming in at the start. Continue to seek God and being obedient, knowing that his promises will come to pass at the appointed time. Because we see this occurring within Genesis chapter 17 verses 1 through 7 in regards to Abram who becomes Abraham. It says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him saying, I am God Almighty, live in my presence and be blameless. I will set up my covenant between me and you and I will multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell face down and God spoke with him. As for me, here is my covenant with you. You will become the father of many nations. Your name will no longer be Abram. Your name will be Abraham. For I will make you the father of many nations. I will make you extremely fruitful and will make nations and kings come from you. I will confirm my covenant that is between me and you and your future offspring throughout their generations. It is a permanent covenant to be your God and the God of your offspring after you. So those words that were mentioned in Genesis chapter 17, verse seven, towards the end saying, it is a permanent covenant to be your God and the God of your offspring after you, tells us that God was still going to allow the promise to come to pass through Abraham's son, Isaac. So in Genesis chapter 22, that I previously read, when God had told Abraham to sacrifice his only son as a burnt offering before the Lord, the Lord was just testing Abraham to see if he was going to be obedient and trust God, even though what was said to Abraham seemed hard to swallow and understand. Yet throughout his entire journey, Abraham was obedient to God, even when his son asked him about the sacrifice regarding the burnt offering. Abraham trusted God by saying, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Because Abraham understood what is mentioned within Acts chapter 5 verse 29, we must obey God rather than people. And because of Abraham's obedience to God, God did provide a ram in place of Isaac and Isaac's life was spared. In fact, because of Abraham's obedience to God, God declared a blessing 
that he will make Abraham's offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your offspring will possess the city gates of their enemies and all the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because you have obeyed my command. So how was Abraham able to trust God whenever God asked him to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, which is the very thing in which God had promised him? Well, we must understand that God showed his faithfulness in keeping his promises throughout Abraham's entire life. Because although it took 25 years from the time God had called Abraham until the beginning of the promise was birth, which was Isaac, God was preparing Abraham the entire time. And every time Abraham continued to trust the Lord, he was able to see that God was always with him wherever he went because the blessings that God spoke over Abraham continued to follow him. For instance, Genesis chapter 12, verse two through three says, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse anyone who treats you with contempt and all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And that is the promise that God had told Abraham before Isaac was even born. So we must understand that Isaac was special to Abraham and Sarah because God allowed a miracle to occur when Sarah in her old age of 90 and Abraham was 100 years old. God allowed them to have a son signifying that God's promises do come to pass because God's word will not return to him void. For Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 says, my word which comes from my mouth is like the rain and snow. It will not come back to me without results. It will accomplish whatever I want and achieve whatever I send it to do. So if we are going to be obedient to God and we are wanting to grow in a deeper relationship with him, then let me point out some things that Abraham did that caused God to say, for now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your only son from me. However, before I point that out, I just want us to think about that verse for a moment. Within Genesis chapter 22, midway in verse 12, saying, For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your only son from me. What in your relationship with God allows him to know that you fear him? Or in other words, have a true reverence for him? Well, as I begin to mention what Abraham's were, let's let that sink in our minds in regarding, does God know we fear him? So Abraham in Genesis chapter 22 when he was being tested by God right away, we notice his obedience because in verse one, after God had called Abraham, he was obedient and answered saying, here I am. He answered. He followed God's instructions and not his own by trusting God and going to the land of Moriah and awaiting for further instructions. Abraham not only heard from the Lord, but was obedient in his actions by preparing for the trip that took three days to get there. Abraham was also aware of what God had spoken to him because he was able to find the location in which God had told him about. Now, this entire time, we've seen Abraham acting on faith, seeing that when Isaac asked him, where is the sacrifice for the burnt offering? Abraham's words were firm, clear and unwavering by saying, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And because Abraham was in the right position, and had done all what God had commanded him, 
It was then Abraham had passed the test and God reminded Abraham of his promise to him. Because Romans chapter 4 verse 18 through 25 says, Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, That's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken. Even though at about a hundred years of age he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit too assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him. The one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God. So now I ask the question again, how does God know that we fear him? Because the ultimate answer is in our obedience and following his commands. Because the scripture in John chapter 14, verse 15 says, If you love me, you will obey my commandments. And James chapter 4, verse 17 says, Whoever knows what is right, but doesn't do it, is sinning. Which is why Colossians chapter 3, verses 5 through 17 tells us, So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So with what has been said in today's episode, the main objective is understanding that obedience is better than sacrifice. Because when we are obedient, it is a form of a sacrifice, meaning when we are obedient to God, we are sacrificing our fleshly desires and telling God that his will and his ways are better than ours and what this world has to offer, which is why God is working in us 
and giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Dear God, thank you for never giving up on your children. I pray that you would touch and heal hearts right now that are battling spiritually and physically and those that may be having a hard time and whatever it may be. May they feel your presence and experience your peace, Father, right now that surpasses all understanding. Lord, we know that there will be moments of testing in our lives, but may we understand as Abraham did that no matter what happens, we are blessed. We can count it all joy because you are with us every step of the way. So help us to live and remain obedient to your commands as we do what is right in your sight. So that when you have us do something for you, Father, our hearts will be able to adhere to your instructions, trusting in you and knowing that you will always provide for us regardless of how things may look. It's in Jesus name I pray and say thank you. Amen. So to all my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners out there, I want you to stay encouraged and be reminded of this, that obedience is better than sacrifice. For Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So if you do not lean into your own understanding, we should be leaning into God's understanding. And we are going to be obedient unto him. And because we are obedient to him, His word says that his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And God has a great blessing for us. And understand that blessing may not be just financially or things that we may need because God says he already meets our needs. The blessing is the understanding that Jesus Christ, the same power that rose him from the dead, lies on the inside of us which is able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ever think, ask, or imagine. So whenever God promises us something, know that it will come to pass. As I said earlier, his word will not return to him void. So whether it's been five days, 10 months, 20 years, or longer than that, no matter how long it is, understand the waiting is building and producing in us patience and allowing us to trust in our heavenly father. For we are not of this world and we are not to be conformed to the patterns of this world. That is why we ask God to transform our minds and to help us in believing and understanding that his ways are better than our ways. So if you are ever in need of prayer and you would like us to pray for you, if you have a praise report and would like to share it with us so it can be heard on this podcast, or even if you just have a question, Please be sure to contact us at insightfuldevotion at gmail.com because we were wanting you to grow further in your relationship with Jesus Christ. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please write us a review or rate us and give us five stars and share it with someone, whether it be a loved one or an enemy. Because I believe in speaking the word of God into everyone's life and letting them know that God loves them and has great things in store for them that are for good and not for bad. So until next time on the Cypher Devotion Podcast, remember that obedience is better than sacrifice and that when we are obedient, we are showing God that we have a true reverence for him and that we fear him and that we truly love him. And because we truly love him, God is always with us and present doing great and mighty things on our behalf and we understand that having god as our lord and savior truly loving him is the ultimate blessing so i pray god's best for you and your loved ones and the plans that he has laid out before you and may the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you amen hey and as i always say be blessed stay blessed because you are blessed 